Dan Friedel. This is VOA News. I'm Joe Ramsey. As the war against Ukraine enters its third year, the White House is trying to get Congress to approve more aid. AP correspondent Jackie Quinn reports. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan agrees with Ukraine's defense minister. They could push back the Russian invasion if they had the military tools they need. There is not a shortage of bravery or courage on the part of the Ukrainians. Right now, there's a shortage of bullets. Sullivan on Fox News Sunday says it's up to Congress to approve the aid to ensure that Russia fails in this brutal conquest. South Carolina Republican Congresswoman Nancy Mace on Fox says U.S. aid to Ukraine can't be endless. We've given Ukraine over a hundred billion dollars so far. She's questioning the long-term strategy. This administration is putting the borders of other nations first rather than our own. I'm Jackie Quinn. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says 31,000 Ukrainian soldiers have been killed in action in the two years since Russia launched its full-scale invasion. Zelensky said Sunday the number was far lower than estimates given by Russian President Vladimir Putin's government. The Ukrainian leader said that he wouldn't disclose the number of troops that were wounded or missing. He also said tens of thousands of civilians had been killed in occupied areas of Ukraine. Pope Francis on Sunday called for a diplomatic solution to the war in Ukraine that would lead to a just and lasting peace as the second anniversary of Russia's invasion was marked a day earlier. Francis, who on Saturday canceled his meetings due to a mild flu, also expressed his concern for Democratic Republic of Congo as violent clashes there escalated. This is VOA News. Israeli media reported on Sunday there is progress on a ceasefire agreement lasting several weeks between Israel and Hamas. AP correspondent Rika Ann Garcia reports. This includes the release of dozens of hostages held in Gaza, as well as Palestinians imprisoned by Israel. The Israeli chief of staff also spoke about the negotiations in a meeting with IDF commanders. We are also in days of negotiating for the release of the hostages. I can't say what it will lead to. There are those who are dealing with it. We are dealing with combat. Hamas says it has not yet been involved in the latest proposal developed by the United States, Egypt, and Qatar. But the reported outline matches what they have previously demanded for an initial truce. I'm Rika Ann Garcia. The U.S. and Britain have struck 18 Houthi targets in Yemen, VOA's Tommy McNeil reports. The strike Saturday answer a recent surge in attacks by the Iran-backed militia group on ships in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden. According to U.S. officials, American and British fighter jets hit sites in eight locations. This is the fourth time that the U.S. and British militaries have conducted a combined operation against the Houthis since January 12th. But the U.S. has also been carrying out almost daily strikes to take out Houthi targets. Tommy McNeil, VOA News. The Houthis and Hamas are U.S.-designated terrorist groups. Former U.S. President Donald Trump won the southern state of South Carolina's Republican primary on Sunday, beating his last major rival, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, in her home state. 
AP correspondent Julie Walker reports. Donald Trump has now swept every contest that counted for Republican delegates, including Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. I have never seen the Republican Party so unified as it is right now. But two-time former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley says despite losing, she's staying in the race at least through Super Tuesday. There are huge numbers of voters in our Republican primaries who are saying they want an alternative. In all but one primary since 1980, the Republican winner in South Carolina has gone on to be the party's nominee, the lone exception, Newt Gingrich, in 2012. I'm Julie Walker. Donald Trump's recent comments asserting that black voters were more drawn to him after his multiple indictments on criminal charges drew sharp rebukes over the weekend from his Republican challenger, civil rights activists, and others. Trump on Friday likened his 91 criminal charges to discrimination faced by black Americans and said they had come to embrace his mugshots. I'm Joe Ramsey.